It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. So, Matt, you've been covering this team all season long. You are still covering every single game been a grind i'm sure what do you make of this six out of eight that they've ripped off now yeah it's been an impressive stretch here you know this team they've had their ebbs and flows this year some stretches that have been really bad a lot of stretches that have been really bad but certainly some stretches like this one where they've started to play cleaner baseball and i think that's really the big key is you know we we talk about the pitching staff and how how much has struggled this year The, the offense has been up or down but Really, the fundamentals of this team have, have been questionable at times, the base running, the defense. And I think over these last couple of stretches here, we've seen them play some, some better defense overall, make better decisions on the base pass. Uh, and, you know, the pitching staff has taken a step forward in a lot of ways uh, here in this recent stretch, especially the bullpen really has been stepping up, uh, you know, with these weapons that they have in the back end. I think they actually are probably, you know, an underrated part of this team. So, you know, they're just playing better baseball. And and that's something I think that, you know, this team can really hang its hat on as they can do this over the last couple of weeks here. How much credit do you give C.J. Abrams and what he's done at shortstop for their turnaround defensively? I think that it's really helped stabilize things. I mean, shortstop has been a position where they have struggled on defense all year. First, it was Alcides Escobar who really got off to a slow start, both offensively and defensively. Luis Garcia comes in, and he really has a lot of growing pains at the position. So now with Abrams, who has had his own share of problems, to, to be sure, you know he's a rookie and he's going to have those mistakes, but I think that the talent is clearly showing through at that position. And with him and Garcia, who has flashed himself some defensive prowess at times, now playing a bit of an easier position, I think the two of them can be a, a real good defensive presence up the middle there. And, you know, you always talk about when you want to build a team, you start up the middle that can have that domino effect where you start to see better defense all around if those guys up the middle can come through. You mentioned the Nationals' bullpen. Matt Wyrick's with us, NBCSportsWashington.com. A couple of the guys that have thrived at the back end, Finnegan and Edwards. I thought they were going to trade one or both of those guys. I probably would have traded 
both of them, even though there's some controllability there. But to your point, they didn't. It has been stabilizing. It looks like both of those guys, specifically Finnegan, could be really good for the years ahead. I mean, who else would you add into that conversation as potential bullpen building blocks? Hunter Harvey certainly throws hard and has been pretty good. And what do you make of, of what they've kind of put together now in the pen? Yeah, you know, both Finnegan and Edwards Jr., although they were trade candidates going to the deadline, you know, they both have multiple years of control. Edwards through next season, Finnegan a couple more down the line. And, and all Finnegan has done since coming to the Nationals is step up in situations he wasn't supposed to step up in and throw gas. I mean, he's throwing up to 98 now. He's really been able to, to increase his velocity in D.C. And it's been impressive to see him, you know, kind of go from a guy who looks like he was just trying to generate ground balls to now scoring a K per nine rate of almost 10. So he's been really impressive. Edwards Jr. has the, the history. He's somebody who's done it before. I think they can rely on him to be at least a setup man going into next season. You mentioned Harvey. He's got some really impressive velo. You know, I think he's really struggled with just kind of get that final out, you know, getting pitching out of the stretch or pitching with two outs and a runner on, you know, trying to really finish innings. That's something I think we, the Nationals would like to see from him moving forward. And then Mason Thompson is somebody that David Martinez talked about as a, a key piece of this bullpen. They, they sent him down in really an odd move uh, a little bit earlier this year when he really was pitching pretty well. I mean, he's got a sub-1 ERA on the year, has dealt with some injuries, so doesn't have a ton of appearances under his belt, but has been very impressive when he's been in the major leagues. And the Nationals have talked about wanting to get him to pitch multiple innings, somebody who can kind of clean up one inning and then come out and pitch the next. Uh, having the DH certainly makes that role something that can be a little bit more stable from game to game. So, you know, I think between those Four guys, they've got a, a competitive bullpen going into next year. Tanner Rainey obviously undergoing Tommy John. You know, it's unclear when he will be able to return, if at all, next year. So he's kind of a question mark. But at least with those four, uh, I think you have the makings of a really solid bullpen. Yeah, to your point on Finnegan, more strikeouts than innings pitched. His next appearance, if it's scoreless, will get his ERA under three, three for the season as he's creeping up on 60 appearances now. Um, how about... Mason Thompson, you, you mentioned him. I want to go back to the power right. He was 24 years old who came over at the deadline last year. He was a third-round pick at one point in time by the Padres, the 85th pick in the draft. Uh, he has not struck a lot of guys out. The number's a little bit maybe misleading, right, because he does have a .7 ERA, but just 8Ks in 12 innings in terms of missing bats. He's got a great whip, though, .75, so very few base runners, not walking anybody. Why did they send him down, and why did he spend so much time, in your opinion, in the minors. I didn't really get that. Yeah, so the, to me, it seemed like a roster crunch at the time. I mean, the Nationals have really been cycling receivers, relievers this year uh, where they've basically needed to call guys up just because they need a fresh arm. I mean, this rotation is pitching very few innings, has been for most of this year, and the bullpen has really been taxed as the most inning pitch uh, in the entire league, season, or league. So, you know, they kind of had to send Thompson down just to get a fresh arm at the top. And then they said, you know, we want to see Thompson pitch a couple more innings at a time. You know, get those four or five out appearances. You know, pitch on back-to-back days. Get his arm really built up. You know, trying to do that for the last month of the season, I don't know, you know, how fruitful those efforts really are. Uh, but trying to get him used to that kind of usage uh, for what he could be used down the line was their plan. So, you know, I'm very interested to see what we, we can see from Thompson given a full season. He really was dealt a bad hand this year, was injured after his first or second appearance of the season, you know, ended up on the 60-day IL, missed a whole chunk of time, and really just hasn't been able to get his footing in the majors this year in terms of pitching consistently and getting on some kind of schedule. So I'm very interested to see what he looks like next year, you know, having come over in that Daniel Hudson trade, uh, you know, could be a very underrated part 
of that entire frenzy that we saw at the deadline last season. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Matt Wyrick, check him out at NBCSportsWashington.com. Does a great job covering the Nationals. All right, let's talk Gore and Cavalli the rest of the way. Expectations that we see Gore and how much of him, and then same question for Cavalli after the shutdown. Yeah, so both of these guys, Davey Martinez has talked about how important it is he wants them to work towards something. Uh, And apparently they want to see both of those guys on the mound in a Nationals uniform before the end of the season, whether it's just one start uh, or even just pitching a simulated game there right at the end of the season if they're not able to get back on the mound in time. It looks like we are seeing uh, Mackenzie Gore progressing towards that. He did pitch a simulated game today through about 37 pitches, uh, You know, faced a couple of the Nationals hitters. I would expect he's going to start ramping up in terms of rehab starts soon. So I would expect to see him on the mound for at least one more start, maybe even two, uh, before the end of the year. Cavalli's a little bit tricky because he's shut down for at least another week, and then he's got to start ramping up again, pending his shoulder being a lot cleaner on the MRI. Had some inflammation there, no structural damage, nothing really serious to worry about, but they were using caution uh, at all costs for both of those guys. So, you know, I don't think it's 100% certain that both of them do end up pitching for the Nationals before the end of the year. They are running out of time here. There's less than a month to go. Uh, but certainly the Nationals are having the two of them work toward the goal of getting back on the mound before season's end. If you were the Nats, would you start both of them or either of them? Or would you just kind of let it ride into the off season to not put either at risk? I mean... You know, if they were coming back from, from something with actual tears or, or serious strains, things like that, I think I would probably err on the cautious side. But both of them, just dealing with inflammation, you know, with Gore, it was his elbow, uh, with Cavalli, it's his shoulder. You know, uh, yes, you could be uber careful. It doesn't matter about the wins and this year, whatever. But, you know, I, I, if I'm the Nationals, I, I say, why not try and get them? on the mound at least one more time, get him, you know, a little bit victory there. You know, Cavalli only had that one start, uh, you know, before he had the injury. So he really didn't get to kind of build off of what was a bit of a disappointing outing statistically for him in his MLB debut. And Mackenzie Gore still has yet to make his Nationals debut. So, you know, for both of those guys to get onto the mound before the end of the year, I think that's important to them. You know, and these guys, obviously big parts of the Nationals' future. If there's any indication that their injuries might be more serious than what they've let on, absolutely shut them down. Don't bring them back. But, you know, if the MRIs are clean and, and they're building up well and there seem to be no setbacks, I say why not get them on the mound at least one more time. All right, so let's end the conversation here then, Matt. A lot of people listening, busting loose baseball, going to games, still watching every game. These are your diehard Nats fans. I've been impressed by the turnouts even for the A's and the Reds, I mean, the, the getaway day with Oakland, you know, in the middle of the day, was nobody was there. But for the most part, we're still seeing people come out to the ballpark for this really bad team, sometimes against really bad opponents. I've been impressed by that. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I think D.C. is an underrated baseball town. I mean, I know that football is, is king here, especially when the team is playing well, which I know hasn't been uh, the case in a long time, but you know, with, with the Nationals and their run of success, I mean, this city really rallied around this team. 
It was really awesome to see, you know, more and more over the last few years, we've seen, you know, a Nationals hat in the, uh, in the line at the grocery store or, you know, a bumper sticker on a car or whatever. You know, I feel like more and more I'm seeing that. And, you know, D.C. had needed time to grow into this team. You know, 2005 really isn't all that long ago when you look at the context of MLB history. And we are, this team is still a very young fan, fan base uh, that is growing here. So, you know, for it, this, this team to still have fans coming out, you know, 20-plus thousand fans on a nightly basis, I mean, it's a lot better than some of these other teams that, you know, are down at the bottom of the standings can say right now. Well, Matt, we appreciate you hopping on, buddy. You've been awesome providing coverage of the Nats on all of our content throughout the year. Be well and keep up the great work. No problem, man. Appreciate it.